You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Well, straight up 4 o'clock here at the Premier Home, the Ivory Tower, up, which houses the, well, I can make a COVID joke, but I don't think that, yeah, I think it works for you. But it is snowing, just in case, uh, I, I love it with the morning news, like, it's, there's no news to talk about. And a flash on the breaking news. It might snow. Okay. I guess I got this one right. It's supposed to be, uh, you know, three to six inches up in the northern. Uh, the, the northern is up in the northern territory where I live. So there's probably an inch out there on the ground right now. You know, it's, it doesn't look like it's sticking much, though. But, yeah, yeah, I'm not the weather man. I just play one on a racing show. It's uh, say just after 4 o'clock. Great first hour, and great to catch up with Scott Atherton. I could tell stories, probably somewhat out of school, so I probably won't. Yeah, had to take uh, a political pause there for a moment. Don't want it to be my last show ever. I enjoy I enjoyed doing what I do too much and love all of you and the fact that you tune in uh, when you can. And, of course, the podcast, very popular at FM1043thefan.com. So you can always catch up with us there. You can also watch Ray Central TV and Denver Comcast. Also on the Revan Network, the Action Channel, and on the Denver Comcast uh, streaming site, and on their Roku page. And then also very simply at RayCentralMedia.com. I was in transition with Webmasters, so our most recent show uh, did not get up uh, as we normally plan, but it is up now, and it's a good one. So it's got the Chase Elliott uh, Chili Bowl Nationals flip. It's got the track build and preparation for uh, the, the clash last weekend in Los Angeles. And some other stuff. Uh, Monte Carlo Rally. I know Colorado is a very popular place, one of the, one of the most popular for uh, rally and hill climb and that kind of stuff. So I know there's a lot of rally fans out there because the year that Race Central TV was the U.S. Uh, d- distribution partner for television for the World Rally Championship, or on a first-name basis, the WRC. We had a lot of activity. So you got good highlights from Monte Carlo, which kicked off their season just a couple weeks ago. Uh, I guess there's top-secret testing going on at Wild Horse Pass. Well, only in the upper 70s there today. <sighs> God. Anyway, as uh, all the teams are there, well, 90% of them tuning up, but I haven't got much news from any sources on, you know, who's who's really dialing up the wick or got the wick dialed up or up on the wheel, whatever the heck you want to call it. Maybe we'll get something as uh, as the source as it wraps up. Actually, uh, I believe tomorrow, NHRA did something kind of clever, and the Wild Horse Pass people. So testing has never been open to the public in the past. I, they flew me out. They used to do the tests in the West at Tucson years ago. 
And they, they did so. It's kind of clever, and I like it. They started a couple of years ago where you could go to, because testing is kind of a, it's testing. Now, I used to sneak into IndyCar testing at Laguna Seca back in the day, or CART, or Champ Car, or whatever the heck you want to call it, because I knew people. But testing is usually private, but it is pretty cool to go to. And so what they did is if you currently have a ticket that you purchased online, so now you're, you're being tracked, you're being captured. I feel like I'm in the movie Taken. You can purchase a testing uh, pass that's like a million dollars or something. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not cheap. But if you, if you already have uh, a ticket for the Winter Nationals February 17th to 20th, you can up- upgrade and get a testing credential so you can go watch testing, which I think is pretty cool. And the NHRA is a gate-driven sport, i.e., if they, if they ain't say, selling tickets, you know, and, and during the pandemic, it's, it's amazing that the NHRA was able to, to still push forward, as you heard uh, Don Schumacher say, towards the end of last season. Well, not last season, before 2021. Uh, check that, 2020. Man, you know, is anybody in a pandemic fog? Sometimes I have to look at my phone to be sure what day and time it is. It's just crazy. Uh, Hence my Prevagen uh, gross consumption. But they lost their title sponsor. It was an easy way for Coke to get out with the power with the Powerade brand, or actually the Mellow Yellow was Powerade. Powerade I like. Mellow Yellow, eh? Sounds like a nursery school rhyme or something. They call me Mellow Yellow. That was a song, a Beatles, a Beatles song, if memory serves me correct. Sydney has no idea what I'm talking about. You do know. Okay. God, how come you're so smart? God. Um, yeah, I didn't like that that whole Mellow Yellow thing. But, and it gave Coca-Cola a way out. And then Camping World came in and you know put their name all over everything, which is, I get. But uh, Schumacher said towards the end of 2020 when there was, there was no gate, there was no people. And the gate is how they really pay all their drivers and teams, and especially the fuel teams. And he said, we're racing for a, a bag of nickels and nuts. It's pretty much true. So the perseverance of the team owners, and, and now with the, you know, Antron Brown out on his own, but he took Matco and all his people, Caps, um, which is kind of a weird deal because he doesn't really own the team. He's just leasing all the equipment from Don Schumacher, his former team owner, who paid him. So big risk, I guess, but no, no, like Scott Atherton, no, no big risk, no reward. But Antron's totally out on his own. Uh, Ron, not so much, but he took Napa with him, so he's got the money to lease the equipment from Schumacher. Uh, the big news, obviously, was uh, Leah Pruitt, Pruitt Pritchett, now back Pruitt, now Pruitt Stewart, but she doesn't call herself that because she has her own brand, and la 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 la. Uh, then taking Matt Hagen, your two or three time funny card champion. To Tony uh, Stewart Racing, I guarantee Smoke's going to get that deal done right. Uh, might be the best car that Leah's been in a while. Not that Schumacher doesn't have great stuff, but who knows? I mean, her husband owns the whole damn thing and has got, he's got more than a few coins in his pocket, which that was funny, Sydney, when I took all the coins. Huh? I, feel like, I feel like that lady in the supermarket counting out the last of my bill in pennies. Um, what can I say? It's uh, Premier Home. We're going to talk to Photo Joe Star. Little local, it won't be local Joe segment. It'll be local snow segment. We'll talk a little clash, a little NASCAR stuff, and go local snow Joe with photo Joe Star from BigWestRacing.com. I'm the insider. Be at Podium Karting and Event Center, formerly Unser Karting, 
Sunday the 20th for the Bash After the Clash, the 15th annual Race Central Podium Karting season kickoff. It's going to be good stuff. Uh, not a race fan is okay. Bring your cool ride, maybe win a prize, raffling off all kinds of cool racing stuff throughout the day, and uh, throw some axes, drive some go-karts, have a good time. More information at podium, podium, like that, podiumkarting.com. I'm the Insider and RaceCentralMedia.com. Back after this with Photo Snow Segment and RaceCentralMedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, about 16 minutes after the hour on a... Uh, Fast and Flurious. Ha ha. Friday is we are talking motorsports, but I'm watching the snow flurries fly. Uh, and Joe, you probably, well, you weren't on hold, but I call this, instead of local Joe segment, this is the local snow segment. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Oh, that's right, because you were listening to the stream. Uh, wasn't Joey supposed to have a big show at I-76 this weekend? Sure, it's still on as far as I know. Oh, my Lord. Uh, and. And, you know, just because we're getting snow here in Denver doesn't mean they're getting it in Fort Morgan. That's true. Uh, the other thing is that this was only forecast to be a, an inch or so. Um, I think we've already surpassed that here in Thornton, but uh, uh, you never know. Uh, the sun's supposed to come out tomorrow. Uh, if there's any uh, any change in the uh, the event uh, for Sunday, um, I'll post it on BigWestRacing.com. There you go. Um, yeah, you know, Joe's, uh, Joe knows, Joe knows uh, his stuff. And yeah, if it's uh, if it's just kind of cold and chilly and maybe a little moist, which that place, boy, that place could use moist. I, I remember uh, taking about an hour in a shower in a in a sink in a bath uh, a gas station after being at I seventy six one Sunday afternoon uh, at your B- well, west. Yeah. It's Colorado. We could have that at any racetrack yeah. at any time. Oh. Um, you know, I think the temperature on Sunday is supposed to be in the fifties. So um, if they get a little moisture, that'll just be moisture in the track. It'll help keep the dust down. And, uh, you know, a little bit of moisture a day or two before an event on a dirt track usually uh, means better racetrack for race day. I agree, yeah. I, the reason I was making the joke about cleaning myself up in the, the little boys' room after being at a Sunday show at I-76 is because I, I think for two years I was still cleaning dust out of my ears. Oh, my God. We uh, went to a race one time at, at Dixie Speedway there in Georgia. We had been at the Atlanta Motor Speedway, and we went because, you know, we're, we're crazy. Spent all day at the big track, and then you go to the short track at night, and... Uh, Went back to the hotel and took a shower, and uh, the red the red dust was just just pouring down the drain. Well, is that, yeah. is, is that doesn't everybody do that? Well, of course. Yeah, I mean, I went to the Indy 500 one year, and we would get up at six in the morning, uh, go to some uh, dirt track races or in, uh, Indy Speedrome, then to the Speedway, then to here, and then to there, and go to a short track show. I mean, it was uh, yeah, it was it was it's what we do, and then the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the middle middle of it all. So anyway. What can I tell you? That's what we do, because we're all crazy. Um, well, I hope Joey gets a show off this weekend. Uh, actually, I'm going to start with a story that, that is you know, a lead story on Big West. Uh, Donnie Schatz. Uh, and I didn't, you know, I, I didn't know. Kyle must have been able to cut himself a pretty good deal with, with uh, Mr. H, because if I'm Mr. H, I'm not sure I'm letting Kyle still run sprint cars, but obviously he's still doing his World of Outlaw thing. But uh, Donnie Schatz gets the win of Volusia. He did. He kicks off the season with the World of Outlaws. And I guess uh, 
Well, he led all the all the laps, but uh, Kyle Larson was breathing down his throat the whole time. So it wasn't like he just drove off and left everybody. He had Larson right on him for the was it thirty five lapper or twenty five lapper, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's all right. I did read the article, but I forgot because you know, everybody's laps. main events a different length than the, oh, anymore. So, God. Uh, but yeah, they're going to race again tonight. Uh, uh, they'll be also, yeah, if you're in Daytona Beach, you you can go to Volusia County and catch the World of Outlaws. You can go to New Smyrna Beach and uh, catch the, the tonight's race uh, for the Asphalt World Series, I think they call it. And Normally, if you were down there at Daytona this time of year, you'd, you'd have all the racing going on at the big track. But since NASCAR is trying to cut stuff back, they're not going to do anything until Tuesday. They'll have some practice, and then they'll qualify on Wednesday. And even the ARCA race that's normally on Sunday before uh, – has been uh, now that's good. they're they're going to combine that on I don't remember whether it's Friday with the trucks or whether it's Saturday with the Xfinity. I don't, yeah, it's well, I'm talking to you. I I, I know nothing. Um, I, I like what like we used to say when I ran dirt cars: wind, blow, or put a hole in the wall. And Shot says because uh, he had a, he had a rough uh, 2021. He says uh, I'd rather land on the other side of the fence than run second. Yeah, that's an, that's 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 a world outlaw driver. It is. I mean, he's. They made a big deal about he's gone back to the yellow paint scheme, which is part of the the headline there that they've got on there. And I, I looked at it several times trying to figure out what they were trying to tell me. But he's gone back to the yellow paint scheme where he had so much success before. So, um, new year, new start, uh, and he's off to a great start. So who knows where it's going to go? Yeah, with a Ford um, Performance Stewart 410 engine. Hmm, boy, Tony's got his fingers in everything. Well, Tony's also going to, to Mopar with the drag racing program that he's got. So he's got his fingers with everybody, Chevrolet, Ford, and, and Mopar. So um, <laughs> good for Tony. I mean, <laughs> did you hear the what they, they were going on about how great he was in the booth with, uh, with uh, Boyer? He was very good. Well, after the two almost came to blows several times on the racetrack, so I mean they were they were ready for fireworks and sparks just in case. Well, yeah, when they did that uh, that little uh, spool up uh, deal at uh, uh, the, the track out in the East Coast, the famous little short track, uh, Martinsville, Bowman, Bowman Gray. Oh, Bowman they, Gray. Yeah. So Tony went out and laid some laps down in a next gen car, and then Boyer with uh, the America's crew chief. Larry Mack, it was all made for TV, but uh, Clint just, I mean, smoked smoke in that little thing. And I think that, that, that might have started a little bit of a, a grind, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Sure. Eh, what, what the heck. I, I loved the clash. You and I talked about it earlier this week. Uh, I, I kind of got the feeling you had mixed emotions, but I got to tell you, it certainly looked like it worked. I think it did. I, I was expecting a lot more carnage, but uh, they put on some racing. There was a lot of bump and run. Um, okay, that's what people want on a, on a quarter-mile track. That's what they loved about Bristol before they redid Bristol. A uh, little bump here, slide up, and, and again, you expect to get it back on the other end of the track. Uh, people uh, going in, diving in low on one end, and uh, somebody doing a crossover and coming back on the inside to them, going down straightaway. Uh, of course, you know, you had to count real quick on that straightaway because you had to make a left-hand turn here real real quick. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it really was. They made a joke in the pre-race. It's a straightaway that really isn't straight because you're still kind of turning the car a little bit. As soon as you unwind the wheel, you're back on the wheel. So um, I enjoyed it. Hey, Joey, can you stick around for one more segment? Sure. I love it. We'll, uh, we'll kind of go around the globe and talk a little more and do a little more local Joe stuff. Uh, BigWestRacing.com. Read it. It's my favorite site. And... Uh, all your news is, is right there. Hopefully, Joey gets his show off at I-76 this weekend. 
I'm not sure how many people will be in the stands if it's frigid, but we're all crazy. So uh, next segment, more with Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com, be at Podium Carding and Event Center the 20th of February for the Great American Race. It is a Daytona 500, as I call it, the, the bash after the clash. First hundred in the door, get a special VIP credential, get you beer and free carding. We've got axe throwing, we've got arcade, we've got just a ton of stuff going on, uh, raffling off. And it's all free, by the way. Uh, lots of cool racing theme memorabilia. Uh, Joey's, uh, I think I think Joe's been to every one of them I've had. I can't believe he still goes, but he, uh, he and his lovely bride always come and have, we have a good time. It is Race Central on the radio, racecentralmedia.com. Back with more Photo Joe Star after this. Radio, watch Race Central TV uh, anywhere you can hear my voice in America. Check your local channels for times and such in your market. You can also watch right here in the Mile High. Denver Comcast, you can also watch it streaming off the Denver Comcast site and on the Roku channel. You can also watch us on Revan TV, the Action Channel, Amazon Prime, and easily found at racecentralmedia.com. We're having a great conversation with. Uh, Colorado Motorsports Hall of Fame member. I have to drop that in there. Mr. Photo Joe Starr from BigWestRacing.com. I was just reading this story because, I, man, I tell you, I love World Outlaw Racing. I, I've actually, you know, a couple times threatened to just, you know, pack up the fam and uh, roll out. To, but I think the closest they get to us is, I don't know, they go, Craig Delansky now runs the track there in, is it in Kansas, Joe? Uh, Delansky runs the one at uh, Dodge City. Dodge City, Tommy that's right. White runs the one at the I-70 Speedway in Odessa, Missouri. Yeah, so Dodge City's what, four hours? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I made that mistake the one time I went. Uh, you think that's just, just down the road. It's, you might as well be driving to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh. Um, it, it, took, it took full six, seven hours to get there. Ouch. That's all right. The Kansas State Patrol was monitoring and gave me a qualifying... Uh, <laughs> You got an NHRA, uh, you got your time slip? Yeah, I got my time slip. <laughs> in the little red truck, no doubt. No, I was in the, uh, uh, what was I driving that day? Yeah, <laughs> Whatever that day. it was, it was yeah. too fast. Yeah, no kidding. I got one of those going to race uh, with uh, RMVR, Rocky Mountain Vintage Racing, years ago. Run, run my Atlantic car out there in this, uh, what they call it, the Steamboat? challenge but it's a, it's a it's like an october race and my wife had a new little zippy car that we just got and it zipped and i was on the phone with some, some somebody of importance and i go blazing underneath this overpass i look up under the unramp and sure enough there's a patrol and i didn't lift because he didn't move and i didn't worry about it and i'm on the phone on the phone on the phone and next thing i know man this guy's hit me with the with the with the lasers and the beams and the exosat missiles, so I guess I drove for like five minutes with them in the rear view. I, I pulled up. I said, "I'm really sorry. I'm on the phone." Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah. No, actually, he did laugh. He he said that was pretty funny. He says, "Didn't you see me up there?" He said, "I thought I saw your head snap up and look in the rear view." I said, "Yeah, I saw you." He goes, "Don't you think that might have been the time to slow down?" I'm like, "I love and respect far too much what law enforcement does." I, you know, go ahead, write me up. He, he was nice. It was pretty funny, though. He got a kick out of it. Got all my racing gear in the car and stuff. And that's what kind of lightened it up. He's like, you race? I'm like, oh, yeah. He's where are you going? I'm going Hastings. He goes, why? Let's go to Hastings. I said, I'm gonna, there's a racetrack out there, which is a really good one, by the way. 
and he, we had a chuckle, and I have a lot of stories like that, but, you know, I'll, it'll be in the book. Um, but I like Kyle Larson's comments, because I've been to many outlaw shows in California, of course, and he said being from California, he's really used to really chunked up, you know, heavily rutted, because they race a lot of clay out there, of course, especially in places like Watsonville, where you get a lot of, in Petaluma, you get a lot of humidity, there's a lot of moisture in the soil. I've walked across those tracks after an outlaw show. Oh, my God. It's like you're falling in foot-deep ruts and goo, and it's like, how the heck do those, I just, those cars are something special. I hope, I hope Joey can get uh, either another Woo show or even a Lucas Oil a sprint car show back to Calhan or something. I or even better, maybe up to Holyoke. Man, can you imagine the World Outlaw Cars at Holyoke? Oh my lord! It would be it would be great. I mean, Holyoke's faster than than Calhan, I believe. Oh yeah, and it's much uh, bigger because of the size. But uh, um, the grandstands are you know very good at, at uh, Holyoke. Also, a Phillips County Raceway is what it's actually yeah. called. But yeah. uh, um, you know, Steve Kenzer was up there one time. Uh, you know, on his. Uh, farewell well it wasn't his farewell tour he wasn't racing he was there signing autographs and stuff and uh it is a very racy track um don't get me wrong that uh you're really flying when you get around that track i mean it's a three eights but it seems like it's a big three eight it's a big and the only problem is they have to back the pits up uh, a couple hundred yards because if you go off on the big end holy well one end you go under the interstate well, yes, it is. One-lane direction highway. Go, 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 go highway three, 385. Yeah. yeah, it goes to nowhere. And then the other end is the pit. So, you know, and in Calham, you know, you go off one end, you go the same thing. You go to the – well, Joey built that big bank with the with the berm, and that Watsonville was that way. You go sailing off the end. You can't even see the top of the wing. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, here comes a car eight feet in the air, launching off the berm, coming back onto the track into, you know, into turn four. It's like – I'm not sure that's a good idea because you never know what you're going to land on. But, hey, it's how we roll. Uh, so, anyway, so you you, uh, you you like the clash. Do you think there's more coming of I that think, style? You know, Austin Dillon uh, brought up that uh, they'd like to, to do this at Jerry's World down there in Dallas at uh, A&T, AT&T Stadium, whatever, yeah. whatever Jerry calls wherever the Dallas Cowboys play. Um, it's called Mine's Bigger Than Yours Stadium. Yeah, and I think they just want to do it because of the crowd. Because, you know, the Astrodome is sitting down there still. It's not being used. I mean, they could put a track in the Astrodome and do this like, like they did with the A.J. Foyt uh, thing when they did the, the midgets indoors. Not a bad like idea, that. Joe. But I'm not sure that Houston is the, uh, the market that they want to try and, try and get people into. Right. Um, I, Houston's a huge city, huge, huge metropolitan area, and it would be good. But the notoriety of being in, uh, in oh. Jerry World, um, and I think that's what they're looking for for the clash. Uh, it's, it's like the... Uh, uh, what is it? The the series that Notre Dame runs, where they they play games all over the country in in neutral sites. Right. It's to to get the exposure in areas that you're not normally at. So, uh, um, you know, again, I think the notoriety being in Dallas at Jerry's World would would be would far exceed uh, being in Houston racing in the, the Astrodome because the Astrodome is old. Well, Jerry's World oh. has got all the stuff for the television broadcasts and all the amenities for the fans. So I think it would be a a huge, huge thing to go down there and do that. Now, I mean, you've got the other people that are saying, hey, we need to upgrade North Wilkesboro and do this at North Wilkesboro. I don't know. I've seen snow hanging off the, the haulers in uh, in February in Virginia and in North Carolina and stuff when they're trying to run races. So um, I think they're looking for a warm weather thing. <laughs> I mean, Daytona, there's nothing wrong with going, doing it at Daytona, but uh, – um, I think they're looking to get the exposure and the marketing that goes with it. Absolutely. Good call. Uh, photo Joe Sar, BigWestRacing.com. Read it. It's a great site. Um, you know, now I've been <clears throat> I've been floating this out there for years, but I get starting 
quote unquote, the season for NASCAR at our Super Bowl. And I've said maybe they should, like the NHRI does, start the season at Pomona and end at Pomona, and because that's the, the birth of drag racing. It's in Tinseltown. I get it's Daytona, but what do you think about starting the season, maybe say at uh, Fontana or something like that, and then wrapping the season up at Daytona in our Super Bowl? Your thoughts? Well, back in the uh, well, back in the day, they used to start the season at Riverside and run the race at Riverside, and then go to Daytona. It was the second race of the season, and everything. And uh, I think they've got swept up in the idea that uh, that we're running the Super Bowl at Daytona, the very first race of the season. But I, for one, would raise my hand and say we should run three races at Daytona: one in uh, one to start the season, Fourth uh, of July, and then end the season at Daytona. I agree. Totally, the, totally agree, Joe. The other people would raise their hand and say that the, the super speedways like Daytona and Talladega are too much of a of a crapshoot that they can't uh, uh, that it could be anybody that could win. Okay, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I mean, I... the big one, the big one can happen anywhere. It can happen at Dover because of the the narrowness on the back straightaway. They get so many crossways and they take out twenty cars. Um, it could happen at Charlotte. Um, you know, it, it can happen anywhere. You saw it happen at uh, Watkins Glen, the little bridge there, and uh, what was it? Uh, Jeff Gordon got a little sideways, and the next thing you know, he's spinning around like a top, and there's 14 cars or however many crashed in there, and we got people upside down on fire, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> it's it Rubbin's racing. I agree with <laughs> you. Like Start the season at Daytona. Uh, it used to be the Firecracker 400, but whatever the hell I call it now, and then wrap the season up at Daytona. But Phoenix isn't a bad call. I mean, who doesn't want to be in, you know, in, in, in Arizona – at the end of November, when it's 82 degrees outside, not a raindrop in sight, except for the first year that Martin transferred to the championship round. We were down there, rained cats and dogs all day. It was, oh, my God. But anyway, Photo, uh, good to talk with you. Let's say hi to Marianne, and look forward to seeing you next Sunday. And uh, Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. Read it. It's a great site, great information. And if you talk to Joey, uh, uh, tell him to put his waders on, because I think he's going to be, be a it might be a little gooey up there if they get the race off, but we'll see what happens. In photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com and RaceCentralMedia.com. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Ah, last call, as we like to say, on a snowy, fast, and flurious. Ah, I'm so funny, I cracked myself up. Friday, here on the Premier Home, uh, watch Race Central TV. Our latest show is up on the website now at racecentralmedia.com. You can also watch us on Denver Comcast and on the Denver Comcast streaming platform and also on their Roku channel, the Action Network Revan TV and Amazon Prime, but easiest found at racecentralmedia.com, the website that makes you smarter and better motorsports fan. You can also see the show we posted up on our Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, and uh, uh, sometimes on the Twitter page uh, at Race Central. But uh, looking forward to having uh, hopefully all of you. And I said, you don't even have to like racing or, or be a gearhead to come to my parties because they really are as I've had many people say, uh, super interactive and a lot of fun. And I, I kind of go with the theme of everybody's a winner. We raffle off a ton of stuff. We'll also have a car I haven't seen in a long time, 
but it's one of the Regan Smith uh, Car Tomorrow Furniture Road NASCAR Cup cars on display, which will be kind of cool. Uh, I'm talking to the owner. He put a right seat in it. I'm talking to the owner and maybe putting up something up where grand prize is they get to do some ride-arounds at the Pikes Peak International Raceway with a phenomenal uh, dirt track racer. This one tops, tops around, Mr. Kelly Bowen, Roadrunner Fabrication. Great guy. He does great work, too. He's done a lot of work on my, on my race cars and stuff. But that's going to be on display. It'll be interesting to see, especially with the unveiling of the next-gen car last weekend, the car that was supposed to be the car of tomorrow which was a disaster. But it'll be neat to see when I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Riggin Smith car, but that'll be fun. And then the car show, bike show, it's, it's supposed to be clear and beautiful, 50s, which is fine. That's actually great. Uh, bring your favorite two- or four-wheel pride and joy. And it just, you know, it's not, it's not that formal. Just park it, park it as close as you can to the main entrance, and, uh, you know, you might win a prize. But we'll have lots of stuff to raffle off. During the day, doors open at 9, race goes off, pre-race starts at 10, and as, if you're, you know, hardcore like me and the hundreds, uh, well, there'll be hundreds and hundreds of there, but every year a guaranteed couple hundred uh, hardcores will be there waiting for us to open the door to watch a pre-race to get all the, all the mucky muck uh, behind the scenes pontification and blah, but it'll be a lot of fun, but definitely get there early, the first hundred, get the VIP pass uh, for carding and beer. And uh, we'll be shooting Race Central TV. My producer extraordinaire behind the plexiglass, Sid the Kid, will be there doing TV with me. We'll be live streaming. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. I, 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 let me tell you, after the last two years and everything that went on with health in my life and the pandemic and everything, last weekend got me really wound up. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, uh-oh, are the police here? We got the flashing light. Uh-oh, somebody's on the hotline. Usually it's a solicitor. Somebody wants to sell us, uh, does your car have almost 200000 Was it a warranty sales call trying to sell us a car? Yeah. You need car warranty. I will tell you that what's a good service is that SmartFares advertiser we have. Uh, I use them to book my ticket for Long Beach coming up in April, and it was really inexpensive. I mean, Shockingly so. That's, that's that's a good deal right there. Also, got to thank my all of our partners when it comes time to do uh, commerce support. The people that support us without them, we can't do this program. Uh, certainly, Podium Carding is there. The well, the, the premier sponsor for our fifteenth annual uh, clash after the bash after the clash. Excuse me, I'll catch up. And uh, Kakadi Motorsports, Brian Root, great guy. I'm not sure it's motorcycle weather this weekend, but when everybody else says they've got him and they don't. Akadi Motorsports does it at 0% financing. And I think Brian's taking orders on that new CF Moto motorcycle, which if you haven't seen it, there's a little clip in Race Central TV, which you can see on racecentralmedia.com. little three-minute clip unveiling. And that thing, I'm going to have to get me some CF Moto, man. That thing is is sick. Cole Par Hobbies been with us. Uh, Fred, as I call it, Fred's Place, two locations to serve you here in the Mile High at colepar.com. And all of our great supporters that have been with us so, so long. I am excited for uh, this year's Daytona 500. The Clash definitely did it for me. I hope it did it for you. It was uh, a lot of fun. And I look forward to seeing, uh, you know, all of you out there. That's what we do, man. We'll talk to uh, one of our networks. He's, he's headed to, we, we will have our cars and coffee at the WeatherTech store 
uh, in Broomfield tomorrow. I think you know, last last one we had like 300 cars. I think this one may be a little light uh, for the hardcores. Probably a lot of Jeeps and that kind of stuff. But uh, it's it still, I love talking with all the people and seeing you all there. And then, uh, of course, next weekend at uh, Podium Karting. So I want to thank you all for listening. Hey, drive safe out there. It looks like it's starting to get a little... Uh, little sticky on a fast and flurious Friday. Uh, drive safe. Slow down. Yeah, be nice to people. Don't cut cut them off. But uh, be safe. Have a great weekend. I don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl this year, but you kind of love me some Joe Burrow. Win, lose, or draw. That guy's a, that guy's a gunslinger. It's good stuff. Uh, thanks, everybody here at Bonneville, for letting me do my thing. Uh, Parker Hillis, the main man, Sid, the kid behind the glass. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Angels fly because they take themselves lightly. And we'll see you at Podium Karting next Sunday. And, of course, right here on Friday on the radio. And RaceCentralMedia.com. Be safe. Be nice. Love you. See ya.